left behind i am brian oh here in north texas drinking a couple fine brewskis with my best bud down in austin frank how are you tonight doing fantastic brian just you know in the middle of party first birthday party i guess what do we what do we call this first first birthday party i think is the the normal normal name yeah, no, but I mean, like, we're in the business of cleaning and... Oh, the process. You know. You're in... Yeah, the, the process. process. We're in the middle of the process of first birthday yeah. party. Well, Godspeed. So. What are you drinking to get yourself through this? See what I did there? Uh, so, yeah, it's kind of interesting. Um, I, I think I coincided this with a new release from 512, because I've never heard of this beer okay. from that brewery. Might have been, uh, you know, something taproom release okay uh that then turned into a actual wide release but it's called light bright and it's a session ipa beautiful cans yeah um if you look on the other side oh that's cool it's got this yeah so 512 never been disappointed not disappointed in this beer it's it's it is light but um i think the brightness it doesn't really come through. It, it is definitely like a, a lighter hoppiness, mm-hmm. but it's still not. It's four point two percent alcohol. Yeah. That's so cool. so okay. So I guess the, it's light on both alcohol and and hoppiness, but it's definitely not. I don't know. Like you know when you get a bright IPA. Yeah. Like something that's like super uh, citric and like this is not that. Yeah, uh, and that's kind of what I was expecting, but huh. um, it's good. It's a really good beer. It's I'm still it, it, like I have never been disappointed by five one two. This just isn't what the name would describe it to be. What you were th- what you were thinking of when you when you cracked? Yes, yeah, so and maybe it's just the name that they thought was cool. Yeah, you know, like I know, I'm pretty sure Night Shift Brewing does a beer that that's their lager it's something called like light bright or something night light or something like that similar uh idea and for the listeners uh y'all remember oh you're probably old enough if you're listening to us ramble on to remember the night brights the little plugs little peg the colored pegs that you push into a uh oh yes like a blackboard that lights up from the back so that the the pegs glow anyway that's what the design of the can looks like. It looks kind of cool. Well, yeah, um, and I guess it, actually this probably is, yeah, same thing. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, no, that's the. <laughs> Did you think the artwork on the can was like pop art? And you're like, ah, oh, that's pretty sweet. Well, I didn't. I didn't actually like. <clears throat> so, you got to remember when I was growing up, like light bright, night bright, whatever you guys called it, we didn't have in South Africa. So. Um, when I came here, I was like, okay, this is kind of interesting. You guys have this entire like backlit LED board that, you know, lights up all these. Oh, that shit was like incandescent. That that shit had like a 65 watt light bulb in it. You had (laughs) (laughs) whatever it was. We didn't have that. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that makes more sense. Okay. So it was mostly just named after the board. I don't think it meant anything 
by the but bright fire. bright is spelled B-R-I-T-E. as though you would describe a bright beer. No, bright that that is not how you would describe a <laughs> the only reason isn't it? No, b r i g h t is bright. B r i t e uh, is just for marketing standpoint. I uh, think. Okay, I always thought bright was a like a German mm-mm. bright. Now they make, that's how you spell bright in German. They may. I was gonna say they call it, they have bright tanks which are made to uh, basically. Settle a beer, carbonate a beer, and get it ready for serving. Uh, it's a flat bottom vessel that some Got small it. brew pubs actually serve out of, but it's a, it's a substitute for like a lagering tank for ales. Anyway, fair enough. That's the what bullshit. are you drinking? I am drinking two beers actually. Um, so Mrs. Brian thought it would be. Right, hold on, wait one second. Maybe just get, like give yourself a little reggae horn in between that statement because that's. Oh know. yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, yeah. You know me. I don't necess- I don't often drink beers, so I will. <laughs> Not two beers at a time, not often. No, that's true. Uh, so Mrs. Brian thought it would be a, a fun comparison, and um, I'm going to have to tell her that idea. But a uh, fun comparison to taste two uh, big stouts or big, yeah, big, <laughs> big stouts. Sounds next awful. Week. Yeah. We'll just wait till I describe them. So uh, one of them is a golden stout uh, brewed with coffee, cacao, lactose, maple syrup, vanilla, and cinnamon toast flavors. Okay, so is it kind of a lighter? Well, the other one is a an imperial milk stout brewed with lactose, maple syrup, cinnamon, vanilla, and flavors. So one is French Toast Temptress, the one I just described, uh, yeah, from Cinnamon Lakewood. Toast is the other one. And Cinnamon Toast Brunch Money is the other one from Armadillo, uh, which mm-hmm. is you know, R.I.P. Armadillo. Oh, they're, they're out they're of business. Closed, yeah. So this is one that I uh, found cellaring. And uh, wanted to pick it up, and I'm gonna be honest with you. This beer is fucking great, really, really good, and it nails every flavor that it says right on the head. Now, the French Toast Temptress. I've had French Toast Temptress before. I've only had it on draft, and it was good. Um, I'm still big fan, big big fan of the French Quarter Temptress, which is uh, coffee with uh, chicory. Oh fuck, mm-hmm. it is fantastic. So this one, the French Toast. Uh, maple syrup, cinnamon, vanilla. Okay, there's a shit ton of maple syrup in this. Like, you know how maple syrup, like really good maple syrup, has that like, uh, like gives you a, a a roller coaster that you're gonna get big sweetness, and then you realize, oh, it's actual maple syrup, so it just rounds off at the top before yeah. it gets really, really sweet, and then it leaves this kind of like woody flavor in the back end that like melds in with vanilla and gives you this weird. That's all that this beer is. There's very little okay. cinnamon in there, and it's just a big-ass maple syrup bomb. So I'm going to say maybe this beer would pair up better with the double maple brunch money, which I also have. Um, we can pair those side-by-side side and see what we think. Either way, Frank, we're in for a treat because the, f- the French Toast Temptress is 9.1% alcohol by volume, and the Cinnamon Toast Brunch Money is 10% alcohol by volume. So we're having a fun time. I've already had so, a can of eight, eight lager, and um, I'm ready to go. So I'll say the cinnamon toast temptress, mm-hmm. French toast temptress, yes. French toast. Sorry, the cinnamon toast crunch is the other one. Yeah, um, the French toast temptress sounds interesting, but I've had temptress, and I always find it way too sweet. I'm not so, going to disagree with you. It's it's way like it, it it gives off the perception of being really sweet, 
And unfortunately, yeah, I, I guess they maximize the alcohol with the amount of sugar that they add. They and also just, use lactose sugar, so it gives a uh, perception of even more sweetness. <laughs> and then vanilla added in. We all know Frank is it's, anti. It's an intense beer. It's too much for me, but Frank is I know anti-vanilla. Some really He's what is anti-vanillinin? Uh, and no, 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 no. Too much vanilla. If it's uh, if I, it's an ounce of vanilla. It's creme brulee. You're right. You're right. Creme brulee. I'm sorry. Creme brulee. My friend, that one. Okay, it's still North Point. Was it? No. North Coast. Southern tier. Southern tier. Okay, whatever. It was a directional. Directional. (laughs) Cardinal uh, adjective is what it is. I'm just going to tell you right now, there is still nothing that I have wanted to spit out more than that beer, like. That was so bad. It tasted as though you put an acorn from Christmas in your mouth. Acorn but it, from instead Christmas. of instead of hold on, instead of pine cone, it was vanilla. Like it was that intense in, in terms of vanilla. I can still remember how much vanilla that had in it. You know what? It didn't have as much vanilla as the time that I took a shot of you vanilla. You took a shot of vanilla, but then yeah. Frank also told you not to do that. Well, Parker, and you still went through with it because there was a whole discussion about how much alcohol was vanilla, and you're like, well, why don't we turn this bitch up? And honestly, I was sitting in front of my pantry, and I was like, I have vanilla right behind me. Bad idea. Yeah. Bad well, idea. You know what's even worse idea? Drinking it out of a plastic bottle from Mexico, because that's where my vanilla came from. And it doesn't have an alcohol rating on it because it came it from Mexico. from Mexico. That was Dominican vanilla. No, mine was from Mexico. Uh, that was also aged for 10 years. Um, in a plastic bottle. <laughs> so here's the real question, though. Yeah, is that worse than drinking unflavored Listerine? Uh, I don't know. I don't mind unflavored Listerine. I also made a beer. I also made a beer that tasted like unflavored Listerine, and I made myself drink all five gallons of it. So I mean, fuck, <laughs> you're asking the wrong cat, you know. <laughs> Okay, fair enough. Uh, fuck it. I've just, I, I, <clears throat> so I guess some people are so repulsed by mint. Yeah. And the other flavors that are in Listerine that they made the unflavored kind. And it's just distilled alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it is with some like coloring agent to make it not be rubbing alcohol. Yeah. And it tastes like that's, if you ever want to know what ethyl alcohol tastes like, or. <laughs> I think it's ethyl alcohol. Yeah. Whatever right, yeah. whatever takes every bit of moisture out of your mouth. That's what that beer tasted like that I made it's, back it's in. Mint, it's also meant for like cleaning your teeth. Yeah. Clean and toilets. Like and toilets. <laughs> it's like it's supposed um, to clean just, porcelain. Yeah, man. I remove mean, like, not just clean, remove stains from fucking mm-hmm. <laughs> Some people put it in laundry. I listen. So, I've, okay, so hey, little trick: mm-hmm. uh, baking soda vinegar in white sheets, fantastic. Now those sheets, do you pre-soak them in the sink and just let them run for you can you four can do that five as hours well. and flood your house? You can okay, goddammit. it! <laughs> um, you can you can let them soak in the sink. Uh, don't flood your house. Bad idea. <laughs> Frank does but not approve also, that idea. Yeah, I do not approve. <laughs> um, but also, what you could do is let them soak in the sink. And then, apparently, I've not tried it, uh, you could do baking soda at the bottom and vodka or vinegar. And some people swear vodka in that middle receptacle, if you do have an agitator, 
um, works wonders for white sheets. Hmm. I've only done vinegar. Vinegar works very well. Um, even takes out blood stains. But see, that's vodka, what you can see. That's vodka. where it goes. Whenever you bring that up, I was going to say, like, if I swear to God, if this turns into this is how you remove blood stains out of white sheets, hey, that's how we get fucking listed. Okay. And it's and not I'm for not, anything I'm gross. That's the thing. I'm Jeffrey Dahmer's hot right now. He's hot. There's going to be podcasts that are going to be, look, yeah, he's way too hot. For being dead, he's way too hot. Uh, <laughs> and not and only being a piece like, of shit. Fuck. Like, yeah, but I mean, any serial killer is a piece of shit. I don't really think that there's debate about that. I think what really is offensive um, is they the fetishism, uh, fetish side. Yeah, that's always been disgusting, but that always happens with these fucking wackos. Um, I, I, I think the fact that his dad gets to look as decent ish um, in 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 the whole. TV show and it's a show. It's not, you know, by any means, I don't think anybody should take that as the account of Jeffrey Dahmer's life, but he gets to look fairly decent up until, you know, the last couple episodes where he's like, you know, I had these same feelings and these same thoughts and like, dude, if you had these things and you had offspring and they started, you know, kind of displaying some of these interesting quirks, and you just left them. I don't know. Like, there's there's something to be said about that. Obviously, like his dad could have been the same thing. So I, I don't think we like. There's there's too much to read into it. But it's just the show is it's too much. It's unnecessary. Yeah, that's why I don't even watch that shit. Also, like just, I hate the fact that they're it's like. Too much. They're like lily white girls all across the country being like, I got on so dark. I'm into Dahmer. I can't do that. I want nothing to do with it. Like if I'm already happened. I know. Well, no, the last time it it happened. You know what I mean? So the shit that I like (laughs) is the dark gritty shit that no one likes to touch. Like the real fucking filthy serial killers. Those are the ones that intrigue me. Like fucking Ed, Ed Kemper, uh, who like cut his mom's head off and fucking buried it in the yard looking up at him. So when he killed the other college girls on campus, she could look at what a good job he did. That's okay, the level but, but of fucked up on, that like, I'm into. Like all, all of that stuff is. Yeah. It's, it's, it's sadistic in and of itself. Yeah. And, but, but I think if we editorialize it in the manner of a Netflix series, it's probably not needed. Like it would be better to have a an entire series devoted to you know the stories of the families and cut it right at the murder of their son or the murder of their daughter, whatever it might be, and be like, and then everybody else knows what happened. Yeah, I mean that's good luck pitching that. Uh, but I'm not saying good luck pitching it. I'm just saying that's that's the true story. The rest of it is horseshit that we make it a big deal. Well, like, the, it's, not, the, the, it's not fair towards anybody that a person like Jeffrey Dahmer has a Netflix special. A motherfuckers had like eight in the last three years and everybody, sure, everybody forget. I, well, the shit that I, that, that I look into the, the shit that I follow is also from the clinical, like what the fuck got us here standpoint. 
just like Mindhunter uh, for those nerds out there. Mindhunter is fucking great. And it goes at it from a clinical standpoint. It doesn't make it any better or worse in the end. Um, no, I, I but, think uh, telling the, the story isn't the issue. It's making a show out of it. When you said editorializing, it's, it's painting it with a very artistic brush exactly. rather than the fucking trash that the man actually I, I don't wrote. have someone saying this is what he did. It, it, not a problem. It's yeah. the fact that like they... If you watch the show, which I have, because I th- I think it's it's both interesting to see how they do it, and more interesting to see you how say people they do it. it. Are you talking about how they kill or how they no, the portray him? The producers okay. portray right. what yep. he's doing, and and how people perceive it. Because to me, I'm watching this and I'm like, okay, this seems to be a little bit like tame towards an individual who killed 17 people. Right. Exactly. That's my, that's my point. Like we're painting this person as a, like this picture of a person as like this, like well-rounded, well thought out, like digestible human being. And like, while that might be kind of how he collected victims, he was also victimizing fucking the less than dead as the like true crime people call it. Like he was killing gay people. He was killing black, brown, indigenous people, people that the police at the time weren't fucking looking for. So it's not like he was just befriending all these people. He was preying on people who he knew he could get away with murdering. And like, when you say it out loud, it yeah. feels gross. Reality, that's what it was. And like... The, yeah, but I, I also think there's there's a part of it where you're looking at it and you're like, okay, um, if if you look at the, the absolute, like... Um, how you know, like the, the holistic nature of what happened, right? Um, serious failure of policing. Oh, um, God. just I mean, to the nth degree, fucking delivered. Um, they delivered a guy back to his fucking custody, a exactly. child, a child back to his custody. Fuck off. And and a, a an incredible amount of missed opportunities to get the guy, like his first victim. The dude was in the back of his car when he got pulled over for drunk driving, and the guy was just like, "Oh, just get home safe." So it was a simpler time, Frank. It was a simpler time. You could that was back was, when you could yeah. safely drink and drive. You know, now with the left wing media, you can't. Good old Jeff could have gone and done anything else but kill people. Um, so <laughs> old ref Jeff, huh? Yeah. So it's. I, I just find it incredible how like the editorial editorialization of his actions brings people to sympathy. And it's like, nah, dude, dude killed 17 people. Piece of um, shit. He was a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Understood that maybe he had some, you know, times in his life that Ooh, weren't easy. I was really afraid you were going to say had some good ideas. And I was like, Oh my God. <laughs> no, 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 no. All right. Um, but I, I mean, he was left at home alone for months at a time without anybody like checking in on him. And I just, uh, I just want to say what's on a lot of people's minds out there as an adult, that sounds amazing, but it, it's it not helpful as a child. That's really not bad. It's really dangerous. <laughs> so, so I understand that there are some things that definitely, you know, contribute very negatively towards what his ultimate actions were. 
But if you were to add up the amount of kids in a very similar situation that didn't do this, you would end up with millions of kids and one Jeff Dahmer. So it's it's like it's it's a stupid like narrative that they take on the whole bit. Um, I don't think you get to explain someone's actions that are so evil so simply. Uh, I know that that's what he wanted. You know, it's like it's a very direct correlation to where uh, I don't know. I'm just fucked up because I'm fucked up, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, but you don't get to just be that way. If you were, then I mean, maybe society as a whole failed. Um, but yeah, it, uh, I mean, come on now. He ate people. Fuck that shit. Like now, I wanna, not, I wanna. I wanna. Uh, I don't know, like dancing, like tipping. Tip, tiptoeing around like some subject. The dude was a fucking evil motherfucker. Yep. Well, and I want to. I want to close this segment out. No, hold on. Wait. He literally uh, wanted to feed his neighbor human flesh. Yeah. He was. He Scott Timmerman, his neighbor. We all know this. Oh my god. But I want to thank everybody for joining us for the latest episode of. Halloween edition? Is that yeah. what this is? That's the Frank's deep dives. Remember when we used to do the Frank's yeah, deep no, dive? I'm not, I'm not worried about the deep dives. No, it that's just the was dark. Never that spooky. Yeah, it was. It was always that spooky. That I have another one, but this is the one that we decided on after the third yeah. Frank's deep dive, the third and final Frank's deep dive. That we did. Now we can do more deep dives. Dude. Well, that I, was I deep a, that, into shit. You you talking about Dahmer? That's our Frank's deep dive for tonight. Um, so I, I was gonna re- say oh, you you. You you weighed in on that. I wanted to see if on this cast, if you could weigh in on the walleye weigh-in gate that happened okay. over the weekend. Okay. We okay. can get into okay. it, yeah. We can get into the walleye weigh-in. So uh, can for I, those can who, I set, at this point... I was going to say, I'll set the scene if you want to oh, weigh enough, in, okay? Ahead, ahead. So uh, two uh, professional fishermen uh who were fucking champions of 2021 baby they were going back for the repeat this year in 2022 they get to the walleye championships in some place in the fucking where walleye michigan, grow michigan. sure we'll go with michigan uh i don't i'm i don't know if they were in the up or the oven mitt but they were in michigan fishing for walleye that's all that matters they go to weigh in early early saturday morn and shit got fucking real because at weigh in someone said, hey, they caught four fish. Those fish weighed in at 32 pounds. I caught four fish that were the same size or bigger than their fish, and my fish only weighed in at 23 pounds. That's a bit odd that nine pounds of fish, uh, there was, you know, there's a difference there. Sorry, not Michigan. It's technically Ohio, but they were fishing in Lake Erie, which is also Michigan, so I'm not entirely sure. Wait, call it Ohio for the time being. So they were on ground in Ohio, but they could have. Yeah, they were definitely in the Michigan waters. They were in. They were in the waters uh, that were all murky. Uh, that I mean, Mich- Ohio literally just tips like any part of Lake Erie. It's it's, it's the, also Cleveland tips. just touches it. <laughs> I thought Cleveland fucked with Lake Superior or Lake. No, let me. I'll take a look. Okay, you keep going. Uh, I'll take a look. Okay, I don't. I don't know if I trust you. I'm typing in homes right now. 
and Google doesn't know what I'm looking for. Google's he's like, how am I getting property on Lake Erie? Google's just giving me houses. God damn it. Okay, anyway, Lake Erie. Okay, we're we're right. Lake Erie's correct. Cleveland's on Lake Erie. It doesn't just touch it. It's in the fucking middle of it. I was gonna say it fucks Um, with some some lake completely. (laughs) It does. It does. does. It's Lake Erie. Walleye fishing happening in Lake Erie. (laughs) I think the dudes are from Michigan. Okay. Either way, they're pieces of shit, and I'll explain why. By the way, Sandusky, Ohio, is right on Lake Erie as well. We don't live in some some spot. That it's is on a fucking lake <laughs> that has the name of a kid toucher. You could do that too if you'd like. <laughs> they should change the name of that city. I know it has nothing to do with Jerry Sandusky, but same same. You know what? Also, you you know, know, name it Cal- name name it Callahan for Callahan Auto Parts because Tommy Boy never did nothing to anybody, and, and Tommy has never done much. Big Tom Callahan here in Callahan, <laughs> Ohio. I don't touch kids. There we go. So, can we just speak to the absolute absurdity that is Lake Huron? Uh, no, we cannot because there's, that's not what we're talking about here. We are talking about the Walleye Fishing we'll Championships. No, we're not talking about Lake Huron. I know our audience. Our audience doesn't give a fuck about Lake Huron. You know how I know that? Because only 13 people in the United States know that Lake Huron exists, and that includes all 52 people who live on Lake Huron. The only way I know it exists is because without that, you wouldn't have a ha in homes. That's the only reason. Like, anyway. Like America seeded water in about five miles of land. It's the dumbest thing. Listen. So dumb. Listen. Big Huron was out. Senator Huron. Senator Huron was the one who fucking got the lakes, the Great Lakes named. And they were like, let's fucking throw yeah, Huron like, alone. Senator Huron goes, on the ear. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Yeah, yeah, on. And then he fucking... Anyway, okay. So... Yeah, here's wa- not your lance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... Fucking, okay. Walleye fishing championships, and we're back. Yeah, let's go back to... The Some fishing. shit goes down at the weigh-ins where this guy's like, hey, check those fish. Everybody's like, hey, this gentleman's agreement, we're all fucking... I'm, I'm paraphrasing. Gentlemen's agreement: We don't fucking you don't question another man's catch. And then the but somebody not, who's not only that somebody the guy who, who the guy who said check the fish was one of the tournament organizers. Yeah, yeah, he was he was an yeah. official. And yeah. they were like, well, well, we don't we we here on the good old boys club don't check anybody's fish, especially if they uh and they point to their forearm where their skin tone matches their skin tone, and then everybody knows that unless you're a black or brown person, we don't check your fucking fish. Exactly. So they were like, Well, it's also gonna break some protocol. We're gonna have to b- dust off the the <laughs> the letters of eighteen oh four when wildlife fishing championships began. Long story short, they cut open the fish. They find eight one-pound lead weights shoved in these fish, along with fillets of other walleye that have been jammed down these four fish's throats into the guts and bellies of the fish that are being weighed in at the champions at the at the at the final tournament or final round of the tournament by the reigning champs. Okay, these reigning champs, mind you, brought in over three hundred thousand dollars in tournament payout last year. Just just tournament payout alone, and not for sponsors, not sponsors, else. which only sponsor the champions. I mean, they've got like Ranger boats and fucking all these de- bait I mean, casters. I, I want to tell you when you watch the video, the guy goes, "And you got a new boat?" Yeah. Oh, oh. Well, that's jumping ahead a little bit, Frank. Pace with me here. Okay, sorry. 
the pitchforks came out when the official who found the weights in the fish screamed at the top of his lungs, we got weights in the fish. And he fucking screamed it like someone was taking their gerbs in a South Park episode. We got weights in the fish. Yeah, he fucking screams that. Dude was pissed. Dude was pissed. Well, he was pissed. The villagers took up pitchforks and torches. Let's let's set the scene because he does this thing, and there's obviously a couple of fishermen that had been suspecting. A couple. Frank is being polite. There are about three dozen who went from suspecting to accusing in a matter of minutes. But there were only two in the beginning. Before the flip, there are only two camera angles that people know of. This is true. We're filming what this man was doing. So they were in on the bit. Um, Afterwards, yeah, you can find multiple angles. But there were people who had been filming the entire way in Clearly, because this was always going to happen. Why are you flexing right now? I'm scratching my arm. Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you feeling it right now? I mean, I'm just. I got a little pump going on, but my arm itched. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to get you verklempt, Frank. Before the argument, Jail know what I'm talking about. So, what we're actually, you know, discussing here is the fish weigh-in, and if you didn't know that this was going to take place post weigh-in you wouldn't have filmed it like it just isn't an important thing it's broadcast live like i mean what if it's there what if it's the like like the guy who knew that there was a crystal flute before lizzo played it in the archives this guy archived every fish weigh-in and this is just the one that anybody offended by someone playing a fucking instrument that might or may not be around in 50 years can fuck themselves. But uh, what if this guy filmed every fish weigh in and this was just the one that paid off, you know? He's sure. got hours yeah, maybe, uploaded maybe, to his iCloud of just fish weigh Absolutely just <laughs> downtrodden oh, fish tracking. He's just oh, uh, slow tugging the like, slow God, tugging you, the catfish weigh in. You wouldn't believe what this weighed. <laughs> and he pauses it. He pauses it. And he goes, How much you think? <laughs> And she goes, honey, I don't care five pounds. And he goes, oh, you're so wrong. You dumb it's bitch. Play. It's seven. It's play. And he's like, yeah, I should have guessed better. Uh, I, I could only imagine that's his life if that's what's happening here. So uh, in all honesty, like, dude sets the fish up, and it's exactly like a pound more than what he needed. Yeah. And then he sets the next fish up and it's like a pound and a half more. And, you know, you're like, eventually I think he ends up building right around like a two and a half pound lead on everybody else. But they were smart because the video starts with the last fish of the last. The, the, yeah. The four, the fourth of four. Exactly. And you see how big that fish is. Yep. And then you see what they put up. And you're like, there's literally no way that any of those fish beat that last fish. Yeah. So this makes no sense. Um, and that's that's kind of the genius of the whole bit. So so the, by by happenstance, they caught this whole way in plus the one fish. And you're sitting there and you're not fully understanding what's going on until these idiots take pictures, which they've done hundreds of times, clearly with fish that were not the right weight 
Um, and uh, I, 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 I just simply enjoy the fact that they thought that walleye could look like largemouth bath bass. No bath <laughs> that they will be referred to as bath from here on stomach. out. Oh yeah, swollen uh, and fucking huge. Like, a walleye is 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 thin. Mm-hmm. Like it is a panfish. It, it is not supposed to have this massive bass or even smallmouth bass belly. Like it's not a thing. Yeah, in like walleye. A- it's like a pipe. So they they presented these walleye, and it's like, man, that is a fat ass walleye. Like, where did you catch that? It didn't grow proportionally. Yeah. Um, oh my god, it's all over the internet. If you type in walleye fish, Jesus Christ, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm telling you, a walleye is not supposed to have a belly like that. So when I saw that, I was like, man, that's kind of like big. But then you see the fishermen as soon as the guy's done taking the pictures. One of the judges comes up and he's like, oh, let me see those fish. And they start cutting them open. And I kid you not, you've never seen a bigger mob justice than the dude going, we got weights in fish. <laughs> he, fucking, he rears back with his right fist and gives yeah, it the, he, get he, the he, fuck he, out. And he goes, fuck you, fuck you, I fucking knew it. Fuck. <laughs> and you're like, God damn and okay i i do feel bad but there is a certain extent of it where it's like okay this is such an easy sport to like fool yeah right it's it's so easy to cheat because you never cut these fish open you already have dead fish just cut them open splay them out and weigh them just agree to a standard why are you weighing them by the mouth? Yeah. This makes no sense. I understand and if a contestant brings four fish, that's four fish to fillet, not fillet, but just to, you know, cut down the middle, get the guts out, bring them up. Cut the head off. Cut the fucking head off. I it, like you're talking about dead weight that doesn't matter. Yeah. And if you if you really want a fair tournament. Now, if you don't, then good luck. Like I don't know. <laughs> You what's stopping people from not having what's stopping people from just taking buckshot on yeah. on the boat with them and just filling up a little open up their mouth fill them up a little bit and put them back in the old fucking <laughs> put them in the old uh fucking live well call it i done. mean in, in in a in a sport quote unquote where yeah, thank you sport an ounce matters this much well, listen why are you leaving anything to chance i always say it's it's the motion of the ocean, you know, but I guess I, I, I honestly like I'm 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 all for the mob justice. I thought that was pretty fucking funny. Oh, those dudes and, and brought out pitchforks. They should be in jail. Are you kidding me? Dude? It's a fucking fishing tournament. Like, get, get the fuck out of here. Like, there are so many more important things people need to go to jail for than your ass losing some money thinking you're in a fair contest. I, I just I cannot fathom someone looking at these rules and going. Oh yeah, this is totally a fair fight in fishing. Like you literally are—I mean, it, it, uh, they're genius for doing it. Well, Honestly. they're the—they're the fucking Pete Rose of the situation. Where if you're not cheating, yes. you're not trying, which is it, hilarious. Because so I had this conversation at work this week. I somebody goes, "How did nobody else like think of this before?" Somebody at work goes, "But how'd they do it with all the cameras?" I go, "Fuck, what cameras?" And they're like, "Aren't all those fishing tournaments televised?" I go, "No, they're nope. out on." The fucking Finger Lake, you know, the the 
fingers yeah, of the lakes. Have one on the Finger Lakes as well. That yeah. You're like you're out there in the in the bushes, quote unquote, Dude, catching fish. You could do about- anything, and then when you bring it back, you're like, yeah, no, I fucking caught this. I, meanwhile, you brought it with you. Like, <laughs> let's talk about the fact that these people have, like, they raise walleye. Yeah, out there in live wells and shit and then you know release them out the night before the tourney starts and you fucking go out and catch them release them they literally just go out and throw them in a fucking live well and <laughs> lure them in i mean i don't know that you're gonna solve the the cheating by just having the the fish totally filleted open that'll solve some of it but you certainly need to evaluate what you're doing here because either you have a regulated pond that people fish in, which I think is probably the best way to do it. Oh, what do you mean? You, Uh, you mean to tell me that one of the fucking, one of the great lakes isn't regulated. (laughs) We don't have a good, a good head count on the walleye that are in each fucking great lake. I mean, I, I would imagine your best bet is to have, companies like Bass Pro, Cabela's, whatever, um, sponsor the Ted's bait and tackle, uh, official bait and tackle of no build a massive lake and let these folks go out and compete Uh, in the lake and then change the setup like a golf course and not fuck around with these people that cheat. You need to pitch this idea to a Saudi prince. Okay. (laughs) You can get no, no, I mean, yeah, you, you are totally right because you're, you're gonna about, get a UAE fishing tournament out in the fucking desert. About, I don't know, may, let's call it a hundred million dollars worth of dirt will get you a massive fucking lake, okay? And you put this lake together and you start switching up terrain, and yeah, you're gonna, you know, disturb fish populations, but like, think about the amount of stuff that you can do. If you had a blank canvas for a lake and you could actually test people's ability to catch fish and, you know, there there could be some interesting things there. Instead, what you do is you let people loose on public land and you're like, oh, yeah, your tournament is in XYZ Malax next week. And, you know, I live like five miles from Lake Malax. So let's just, you know take out my favorite walleye from my pond in the backyard, my, my walleye farm live well on, on, on Lake Malax with some feed. And I'm just going to go catch him next week. And, you know, like I, I just don't understand how people even think these things are remotely fair. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. No one thought, I, I feel like everyone is on a level playing field when everyone understands the shit's not really fair, but it's when people cheat that people are like, what? They can be righteously indignant. When they're caught cheating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when they're caught cheating. You're right. When you're caught cheating. They because be if like, everybody oh. around you is sitting there with live wells and, yeah. you know, like, I always found it funny as hell when you watch those shows. It's like, well, Tony's really casting at that very specific spot over and over and over. He's not getting much results. Well, Tony's looking for, like, the one in ten cast, one in a hundred. Where he's over, would he just place there? Oh, yeah. Well, and that's the thing. Like, you can, people are like, well, we know the bass live in the wooded areas of a lake. Yeah, cool. They do. But so could Tony's fucking placed bass that he dropped there exactly. last night. Or he had a buddy drop there this morning as he was trolling out across Precisely. the lake. Like, it, I just find, I find it very weird that people are so accepting of 
you know, integrity in a sport that is so easy, so, so easy to bastardize. Here's the like, deal. It's, if that, it's, if it's that's, so dumb. if that's the case, if it's like, if you have a quote unquote sport, that's so easy to manipulate, why are the, why are the, why is the prize money so big? Why is their sponsorship payout so large? Like, what the fuck are you actually paying? It's a goddamn pyramid scheme of a sport is what it is at that point. It is, but you got to remember, these are the same institutions that sponsor hunting. And so they, they, they have a, a, like a sporting angle to what they're selling mm. and paying 50 grand for a sponsorship of like a large walleye tournament just does not matter to them. Right, but like if you, if you think about like what's what's the 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 big billy stick or whatever that thing's called the the, the fishing rod, oh, the ugly there's a, stick? There's a, there, uh, what ugly stick? Yeah, the ugly stick. They sponsor all these things. Yeah, that's a badass fishing okay. rod. It it is it, it's really handy when yeah. you're using it. You know, well, it's un- traveling around. It's there are better it's rods, but it, it works really well for what you're doing. Uh, Abu Garcia tells me that it's the best, along with uh, the fucking forget what okay. the open face reel is, but that one's awesome okay. too. I'm See, tell you, if you use an ugly stick fly fishing rod. Well, it's God, no. Terrible. Why would you use it for catfishing and fucking bass fishing? No, they have they have their own fly fishing rods. Well, here's They're the deal. I know good. I don't know fuck about fly fishing because we don't got no flies. You know, we've we got plenty of flies. We got no fishing for it. Oh you know God. what I mean? Oh my god! Hey, right. hey, let me tell you right now. If you change these tournaments into fly fishing tournaments, a the action would be <clears throat> phenomenal. Uh, well, because they're they're standing, but really fucking good when it no, happens. No, they're standing P to V, shoulder to shoulder, fucking throwing in the same spot, just getting their lines tangled at each other constantly. <laughs> much more fair. <laughs> it would be much more fair. I'm telling you, they go out like, in shifts. You got ten I, minutes, bitch. Catch something or don't get out of here. Fly fishing <laughs> is the golf of fishing. Okay, like. <laughs> Lure fishing, fishing is, is, is fishing of golf. Of like, no, lure fishing is like bait trapping. It's deer hunting. There's okay. no different. Fly fishing is track hunting. It's you got to hunt your like exactly. actually okay. exactly. So if if you like enjoyed the pathetic fishing that America does, oh um, thank you. you yes. oh. No, because nobody else has the money to throw food into the water to catch food. Okay, let me just point that out. <laughs> Like, it's the dumbest shit ever. <laughs> and you guys, you're like, oh, yeah, no, we put some earthworm. No, 90% of the time, a lot of the time, people lure it with like fucking cornmeal and dog shit. food. And you're like, dog, dog food's food. the best, man. Yeah, no, you guys throw Sick- food you know into what? the water. To you know get what? Food. You know what I Looks did? Stupid. You know what I did one time? So I go to. I go to Corpus Christi for the first time as a Boy Scout. Okay. We go to an aquarium down there on the, on the bay. Okay. I. <laughs> and bored. The aquarium's not open yet. I'm bored as fuck. I look. I need a whale right next to me. I need. Well, I need something. I'm in this parking lot. I got nothing but trash and rocks around me. So I'm like, eh, take a fucking rock and huck it into the bay here. That's kind of cool. Made a splash. And then I see like a fish jump right next to where I threw that rock. I was like, fuck around. Let me see what else we got here. I'm looking for food. Don't see any food. I see a cigarette butt. Throw a cigarette butt into the water. Guess what? Fish fucking love nicotine they love nicotine and that's what they were fucking jumping for because all those 
fucking white trash people who live in Port Aransas and Corpus Christi will flick their cigarettes into the goddamn water right next to that aquarium. And the old fish just love that up. Anyway, it turns out that's illegal. So don't ever, that's... That's very illegal. Yeah. Uh, I was Feeding like aquatic animals nine. are just straight up illegal. Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But according America, to your laws, according to your laws, it's illegal. But I'm a sovereign citizen traveling through the state. When in America. Uh, <laughs> Throw food you know, to I, catch I, food. It's you so, it's so, okay. I, th- I find it so ridiculous that like... People think tossing dog food mm-hmm. into the water to lure fish is like a smart thing. Yeah, no, it does because then the fish bite the lure and it's fine. No, I mean they just ignore the lure. Eh? Nah, um, you get it mixed up in there. You know? <laughs> Somehow you get something. Hey, hey listen, listen. You've never, thing. you have never caught a fish that fought harder than a fish that you snagged in the tail with a fucking hook that fights like a motherfucker. That's after I lured him in. After you lure literally, him in. And you, set, lured him and in. you set that hook in their asshole, they fight like a bitch. I'm just going to tell you right now. There is satisfactory fishing and then there's that and it's similar to hunting. Mm-hmm. You guys do the easiest to prep now granted i'm 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 assuming all this comes from the american west where you're like well we have to eat tonight this isn't fun yeah we just ride uh, in a train car and shoot buffalo from the fucking moving vehicle <laughs> it's efficiency is what it is yeah I killed it. Yeah, yeah you guys you you all mastered it i mean it's it's definitely no longer about the fun it's more about the you know Oh yeah, no. Let's all have a 500 acre ranch and run 600 animals and see who wins. Yeah, Frank. Yeah, hold on. Thanks for asking. I have killed the deer, uh, shot it in the head, and had to kill it with a shovel. Why do you ask? <laughs> I just can't. I mean, it's so it's so different. I'm not gonna judge it. It's well, what y'all do. it sounds like you have a gavel in your hand and you're banging it. You're wrapping it right now. All I'm saying is it's fucking weird. Uh-huh. <laughs> when we go on something, we go, Oh, we want a kudu. Then we have to go search 70,000 acres. That's where you fuck up. That's where you fuck up. I go to Walmart <laughs> and I get some kudu bait and we fucking knock this thing out in 35 minutes. I'm home by one. You guys set up trail cameras <laughs> and feeders and you're like, oh, the kudu like this feeder at about 7 a.m. <laughs> And guess All what right, I've got? I've got some. Be there right around six fifty-five tomorrow got, morning. I've got some tannerite and some shrapnel that I'm going to shoot off out of their face okay. at six fifty-nine. I mean, and then you guys call that hunting? Well, That's the part that just messes me yeah. up in the head. I'm, I'm like, okay, so you guys hunt, but you don't <laughs> hunt because hunting means you like well, hunting is the stuff. most dangerous game, and then we don't like to be that dangerous. You, you know? guys don't hunt. It's like, oh yeah, no, we've got these remote. Wi-Fi controlled, and then we set feeders <laughs> a, up a year ahead of time. Got a turret that's aimed at the fucking hard <laughs> shot. And yeah, and the feeder when it goes off, it's like, <laughs> and you're like, okay, well, I guess we just fired about a million corn kernels. Corn, by the way, uh-huh. we're not talking about acorns. Uh-uh. We're not talking about it's something dried, good dried corn. These animals now, because then the Corn. Then the hogs come in afterwards, and we can fuck those things up twenty four seven. Because that's you know not about- that's not causing a fucking furtherance to the actual hog problem. Is just throwing out tons of corn twenty four seven, leading up to fucking deer season. 
idiots. And then, and then, but not only that, when you're talking about the hogs, so many people disrespect those. That is some of the most delicious meat you'll ever eat. I don't know. I don't see. That's the thing. I feel it's like so Texans, good. I don't have, understand why people blow them up with tannerite. After like you shoot them, just fucking Texans and Texans in general. I feel like it's it's part of a big scheme. They all talk shit about how hogs are tearing up their land and fucking up their crops. Meanwhile, they're still luring them in with all of the above, and then either blowing them up with fucking tannerite or shooting them out of helicopters, a la mm-hmm. fucking what's his name, Ted, Ted Nugent. Um, but yeah, no, secretly everybody's like, oh no, gotta go out and get me a hog. And then they just eat high on that hog for the last, for the next like three months because it's goddamn great meat. Uh, yeah, I mean, wild boar is fucking phenomenal. If you know how to, how to do it. Uh, the pork chop on a wild boar is the most delicious pork chop you've had in your life. Um, and then all the stew meat is perfect. It's, it's, if you can find someone that is willing to sacrifice a very sharp knife to the hide, you are eating phenomenally well. It's such good meat because all of the fat <clears throat> is on on that you know fat skin layer. Mm-hmm. It's not rendered into the meat. Like no, the meat is, is so so low in fat. Um, yeah, if you can find wild hog, definitely do it. Do not eat it between May and. September. Yeah. Also, don't hit it with your car. Don't hit it with your car. I didn't know about that, but yeah, between well, May and September, you it'll fuck your you, car up. Oh you know, yeah, it'll fuck your car up for sure. <laughs> between May and September, you you deal with uh, potential Lyme disease. So you in don't want to deal with in that. the heat. You don't want hot meat. You know. You don't want you hot meat. You either. Keep you that meat cool. <laughs> and I mean, if if you want to be honest with it, the younger the hog, the better it tastes. God but, damn right. They're not as they yeah. didn't they didn't get into that hog porn. They don't use their little hooves to type in no, step step hog. Step but hog you can, porn. You can, you can eat very very well off the older older hogs. Mm. It's just when they're under 150 pounds. They taste it's prime. What I, what I like it's, to call what I like to call hile. That's hog I'd like to eat. That's correct. That's correct. But <laughs> I, you know what? As I said that, I was like, I don't want to. Maybe you shouldn't hile something. Uh, that's no, 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 not no, no, a good no, no, look because you're, you spelled it totally differently. Yeah, but just you did, kind you of. I don't like Hile. Hile. Ooh. Yeah. It sounds exotic. Yeah, that's correct. Hile. Hog. Uh, like I, I wouldn't. I, 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 if you're a person who blows up hog with tannerite, you're an idiot. Or blows hog. Don't blow hogs either. Don't blow hog either, but do not do not put tannerite in them. It's not entertaining. Or lure them in to blow up tannerite. Yeah, it's it's pretty pathetic. If you want to shoot them and eat them, I'm 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 with you all day long. If you want to, I I believe you can donate donate the meat to hunters for. uh, What's it called? No, you lost me, bro. I don't know. Hunters for homeless. It's no. Hunters for hungry. Yes, that's what it's called. I hunters just, for I hungry. Literally made that shit up. There's no. No, way it's, it's it's hunters for the hungry. Really, it is for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, then I'm a goddamn marketing genius. All bow to Brian. Yeah, hunters for the hungry. So if if you want to donate it to them, they would take it. But do do not waste that meat. You're you're an absolute idiot for doing it. It's it's not responsible hunting. It's not fair towards what you're shooting. It's it's stupid. Huh. 
All the goddamn hunter h for hungry.org if you want yeah, to hunters for the hungry they go through feeding uh was it feeding texas they're part of the uh yeah i was gonna say there's food bank program there's one in texas one in louisiana no there's they're they're all over the place they have <laughs> well, no that's the that's the shit that popped up first for me so um frank but you, they work for the food banks i mean good it's goddamn good meat and, and not only that they get some of the best meat like yeah. If it, it, I had someone travel to Wyoming to shoot antelope. Now, did you know America had a native antelope? Yeah, you're really far away from the mic, but I assume. Sorry, you sorry. Did you know America had a native antelope? I assumed that they did until it's Teddy the, Roosevelt shot them all in the face. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. No, he, he did find them, but he didn't shoot them all. Um, there's something called the pronghorn antelope. Oh yes. I did know about the pronghorn antelope. Okay. Didn't know about them. Uh, I didn't actually even know. I think, I guess we should have all assumed America had a native antelope. I was going to say, actually, there are some pronghorn antelope in captivity, um, over in Granbury actually. Okay. So I would believe that those things are delicious because antelope meat is delicious, but, um, I had some work uh, colleagues go to Wyoming to shoot pronghorn antelope, and they donated it to their local uh, Hunters for the Hungry. So, uh, honestly, if you're down on your luck, I would definitely search for some wild game to cook up because I'm sure that protein is way better than whatever the food stamps. Also, if you're down on your luck and you're looking for uh, meat and you're listening to this podcast, I want to apologize. Uh, I'm sure that something we've done has gotten you here, and I just want to. I just want to say, on behalf of Troy, mainly Troy, it's probably Troy's fault. I'm sorry. It probably is. (laughs) Troy throws too many bonfires in his backyard. (laughs) He does. Uh, Frank, while I grab another beer, you said that there is something that you had on your mind that you wanted to bring up on this cast. Um, Something about a person preparing, or maybe lack of preparation. Um, for a big event that they were running? A marathon, uh, maybe? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See what okay, I did okay. there? I was trying to lead you into it, and you forgot what you wanted to talk about. So nope. you're welcome. Because we were so deep into the hunting experience. Well, I know, but I'm trying to bring us up a little bit so we can cover a, a oh, breadth of topics. Because I also so, have so, something, uh, a bit of a personal. Uh, I want to expose myself personally to you. Uh, later on, so please. Okay, fair enough. I'm Go glad ahead. we're on video then. Yeah, you fair can find enough. us over on TikTok at Nobody Left Behind Cast or Nobody Left Cast on TikTok, uh, Instagram, and Twitter. So check out. Uh, I will be exposing myself on all those platforms. You're welcome. At, yeah, at a minimum. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. That. I'm sorry. For a nominal fee, you can access those through our Patreon and our OnlyFans. Go ahead. Yeah, it's the, actually it's the Broly fans. So. Um, yeah, what I what I wanted to say is is when we're dealing with marathon running, right? There there are some people who have done some very quirky things, not only to train, not only to, you know, actually run the marathon. Lots of people have done it in uh, tutus, and some people have you know pushed their friends um, who you know have disabilities in wheelchairs and and. <laughs> There's been a lot of variation. Quick, real quick, when you said running in tutus, that is not a running term. He's talking about the ballerina sort of correct, get up, correct. the tutu. 
because yeah, I thought you I was like, what what is running in two two? What is that? But I guess. No, no, no. So two twos. Some sort of outfit, uh, some sort of get up, if you will. Correct. Like just weird weird outfits. And some people have pushed their friends in wheelchairs that, you know, a lot of the times it's like, you know, Billy dreamt of running the Boston Marathon, but then a car accident happened. It's always some tragic story, right? Like um, I don't think there's ever been a human being who completed a marathon balancing an object on their head no. until I guess today what? when someone finished and I, I don't know the whole story. I just saw a video of it uh, finished a marathon balancing a pineapple on their head. Not, not like a fucking pineapple, which is oblong to begin with. It's not something that you just bat like, okay. Uh, you put a baguette on your head, you put a French toast, whatever you want to do. A pineapple is kind of top heavy to begin with. So I found the story. Okay. It's in Canadian running magazine. Oh no. You know, I'm a long, long time subscriber. Yeah. So um, no, and now I think it's fake news. Canada's never released anything but fake news. Well, and it's the Berlin marathon. It's Good an, is, but it's very a, marathon here's the deal it's an israeli man so he's getting back at the man here an israeli man runs berlin marathon with pineapple on his head and i thought when you told me about this i was like you fucking cut open a pineapple and wore it as a hat here's the no deal. it's a real pineapple it's on his head look at that shit it's balancing on his head here's what i will say <laughs> wearing a pineapple he wow he first off took it easy on the old pace because he finished in five hours and four minutes. Hey, bud, he's beating some of the walkers. He would have beat the shit out of me. Um, but that's his 12th marathon running with a pineapple. Oh, you know, did you know that? He just now got recognition. <laughs> 11. Everybody was like, fuck out of here. This is bullshit. This is just a hack. You hack. They're yelling at him and shit. And then I finished 12 and he was like, Oh fuck, let's get his picture. Let's get it in Canadian running I magazine. Like it, like, it blew up after 12 of that. Who? I mean, that, that perseverance, man. Yeah. That's why I'm still on this podcast. He's run, <laughs> you asshole. He's run 12 more, at least 12 more marathons than I have. Uh, what, what episode is this? I guess I need to go 12 times as far. Yeah. With a pineapple. On I your... tried about one marathon, marathon, uh, uh, uh Marathons worth marathon, uh, a marathon of running. You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah, no, he ran the entire marathon, Berlin marathon, while balancing a pineapple on his head. Which that's fucking wild. But also, why? Why? I don't think he ever declared. Why? Which is the odd bit. It's 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 kind of like that dude who showed up, and you're like, okay. We're going to a wedding. He showed up in jeans. No, no one like questioned beyond that night. Everybody that night was like, what is going on here? And then, yeah, well, I guess that's just kind of what Drew does. <laughs> you know, like he, he's, he's like the Drew of marathon running. You're like, yeah, I guess he just runs with a pineapple. That's all right. Maybe it helps him keep the pace. And we all just move on because they're all so fucking tired. Nobody has any effort left to be like, 
why is that pineapple on your head? You're trying to make it a thing. You're clearly making it a thing. It is a thing now. Dude, he <laughs> ran... <laughs> this dude's name is Moshe Lederfein. I'm sure that's Lederfein. the exact pronunciation of that name. Moshe, it's probably. Uh, here's the caption for the picture that I found on Canadian Running. Moshe okay. Lederfein running with a pineapple at the 2018 Berlin Marathon. This motherfucker... Not even his first Berlin Marathon to be running with a pineapple on his head. Uh, he's just looking. He, he, honestly, he's just looking for uh, attention at this point. This attention whore motherfucker. Exactly. Oh, and we're talking about the marathon runner. Hey, Parker. Yeah, speaking of attention whores. <laughs> hey, Parker. <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah, you like that? What's up, you uh, We're just, you know, uh, talking shit about a guy who decides to run with a pineapple on his head. Yeah, can we just verify that you have your uh, adult underwear on at the moment? Yeah, it depends. I do. <laughs> See what I did? Oh, is that a natty daddy you're drinking? It is. Yeah, don't give him credit. Don't give him credit. No, don't give him credit. He, wait, uh, who? Him? Bro. He deserves no, all bro. the credit. You're late. You're late. You don't get credit for that shit. No, dude. He's fucking. Late. First off, got the Kentucky waterfall rocking the shit out of life right now. Give it a give it a jingle. Give it a jingle back there. There it is. Oh my god! The fucking listen. You can hold on. Shh, be quiet. You can hear the pussies getting wet in Tulsa right now. It's just wild how that works. Just dripping. Look at that. I mean, and the beard all the way around. I mean, is there a part of your face that is not? Just Ooh, look at them gun. Hey, whoa, hold on. Don't flex. Because wow. Frank will get really distracted and then call it out in the middle of the podcast. No, bro. I mean, well, hold on. Wait one second. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's just talk about the fact that that's not what happened earlier, bro. Yeah, you got, I, 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 you, I, I scratched my upper arm and you got I so verklempt. You were like, oh, Ryan's flexing. No, oh, my no, God. Bro. That's not what happened. Well, <laughs> I, I asked Brian a question and he goes, yeah, well. He didn't want to rise, and I was like, Whoa, okay. Frank is living in the Victorian times. You must cover up your upper arms, or else you'll distract the menfolk. <laughs> Put a fucking tablecloth on that right, table. So Parker's on the cast. Yeah, welcome. Great job. You made it. Finally. Whatever. Oh, my God. Parker, how the hell have you been? <laughs> I've been good. Thank you for asking, Brian. Good. Hey, Randy Savage. No, don't give him. First off, don't give him the Macho Man moniker because listen, that is that is a pedestal in which none of us will ever be able to climb and sit atop. Okay, yeah, no, that's Thank right. you, this brother. Can be. Um, what's in the background there? Are we ready for Halloween at the Parker household? Oh, that's just some shitty artwork my children made. There it is. Oh, okay. <laughs> hey, I had Fair that enough. same picture frame with a little fucking uh, clothespins and everything. Had that same yeah. shit. Yeah, that's nice. Maybe, can we can we uh, can we do a do a cut take of that and then maybe in post we save that and and play it back to his children on their 18th birthday. They know. <laughs> They know. Listen, I, I just have some shitty artwork my children made. If my parents had done that same thing to me, I knew. I is. would laugh my ass off if that if that were the case. Listen, uh, there used to be like a uh, Instagram or uh, I don't know. It was like an account about like shitty children's art. I, I it's, just it's I, all pretty bad, honestly. It is so bad, and they send it home. Oh God! Which means the, you have to somehow like, find a 
place for it. And it's nope. like, do I don't either. expect my, I don't expect my less than one year old yeah. to bring home artwork. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just don't. Here's what's up. Do what but, I do. Just take pictures, you want- take pictures sorry. of it all, take pictures of it all. And then what, have your kid watch you taking pictures of it. Like one time, it's all you need. Just one time. And then when they open the pantry door and they see their trash can is full of their artwork, they're like, why'd you throw my pictures away? Like, I just took, I already took pictures of everything so I can keep them forever so we don't have to keep this space. Yeah. As long as daddy pays for that cloud storage. Yeah. And then, you know, the, the, that cloud storage, not the other cloud storage, you know, and then, you know, they don't have to ever know about the second cloud that, no, I mean, credit card got canceled. The, the the dick peak uh cloud is just you know dick peak <laughs> fuck you know it's the well, one that Parker keeps like, hinting at it's it's, 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 it's the pony fans of of the world oh my only fans yeah yeah you guys should follow my page it's dads with dillies <laughs> that's what i'm doing now <laughs> it's a, I, I yeah i mean you know some people quit their job and some people quit their jobs and fr- and thrive yeah Dude, I, uh, yeah, dude, if I could sell like my boxers online to some pervs, 100%. I mean, <laughs> if someone's willing to pay me for boxers, I'm in. Uh, I mean, yeah, I don't know that that, that doesn't like bridge <laughs> the gap. Like, women can sell their panties, but I don't know of any dudes selling their boxers. Like, like you just don't yeah. know the market yet. <laughs> well, there's Mark. Maybe. <laughs> I'm dry. I'm Maybe. dry heaving right now. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's so nasty. Dude, I mean, who knows? Some people may, you know, I'm not kink shaming. Couple ten dollars off it. Yeah, you're uh, right. You're paying side, more but... in shipping than you are in the fucking boxer sales. Yeah. <laughs> I, I would imagine. But if you found a swift following of boxer sales, you would also find yourself ten feet deep. About I don't know, five months later. Uh, yeah, someone of the definitely killing you. <laughs> no doubt about it. No doubt about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So part of this boxer is getting got hammered. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, or he just likes secondhand me undies. No, yeah. no. Just, and they're, they're guaranteed to be me undies. They're guaranteed to be me undies. He only buys the best. Do we need to get a me undies sponsorship to supplement your external income or your secondary no, income? We we're, still wa- we're still waiting for Don Joko, so I wouldn't hold my breath. Yeah, I got to be honest with you. I don't think the sock company is coming through. I don't think they're, I don't think they're even a company anymore. Yeah, they Maybe. said that's tougher than the restaurant industry. <laughs> Let's see. What are you drinking, Parker? Uh, you know what I'm drinking. Right? Natty Daddy. No, hold on. He exposed that, himself that's a it for ago. tonight. Like nothing else. It's just Natty Daddy. Bruh, I just got the third child to sleep. And this is my first crack. But it is 25 ounces, a natural father. So, uh, and 8%. Weighing in at 8%. You just but, yeah, exactly. dude, I do have F5s on backup. Okay, fair. Okay, so so yeah. maybe we 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 crack that next because it's a real beer, and doesn't wow. taste That's... quite as terrible I as Natty Daddy twenty some odd ounces. I don't malt shame, Parker. I don't think any Thank less you. of you. 
Uh, we started this. No, podcast. I mean I'm not, I'm not trying to think. No, less you're talking. Of them. You're talking over people, and you're, you're talking over people in malt shaming. We don't do that, Frank. <sighs> we you drink the beer that you like to drink the way you like to drink it. That's what we do here, Parker. You yeah. do you. We. I'm Sorry, proud it's of you. Malt shake. I'm proud of you. <laughs> oh God. Uh, thank you. Um, it's good stuff, Frank, and it will put you right where you need to be rather quickly. It's an 8% beer, Parker. I'm not, there's no doubt that it's decent. What I'm saying is, is there are many 8% beers that I would prefer over a Natty Daddy. No doubt about it. That's what he has on him right now, man. Okay, fair. Okay, so your whole string, but you have F5, which is a much better beer. Frank, some people don't have boots, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, they don't even have straps to pull them of, of from which to pull themselves up, okay? They don't even have boots, yeah. you know? Yeah. And they started from the bottom, now they're here. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be at F5 here in a few minutes. Unbelievable. Yeah. That is astounding. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Okay. Hey, Brian. Um, okay. How old is too old of a beer to be on the shelf? Like, Depends whenever you, okay. Um, like, I always kind of feel like if it's less than three months, I'm like, okay, the born on. Yeah. Is that? Yeah, it depends accurate? on the. It depends on the beer. Uh, okay. any any particular one that you're that you're finding problem with? Well, I I mean, I saw an F five the other day that was. Uh, like July 15th. And I was like, eh, okay. Um, let's get a little long in the tooth, but like the six pack I bought today was August 29th. And I'm like, okay, that's within the last 60 days. Yeah. But you know, I, I always kind of wonder, like, I don't know if I guess three months for what IPAs, six months for, yeah, cervezas. So, is there like that kind of like a uh, breakdown? So in America, we decided long, long ago that loggers, mass-produced macro macro loggers, Bud Miller Coors, all would have sixty-day shelf lives. Okay. Um, same goes for like Michelob Ultra, Shiner, any mass-produced like light beer, six months. Uh, European beers will have a one-year Best Buy date. Does that mean that beer stays fresher longer? No, it does not. It just means that by the time it gets here, it's going to be near as makes no difference whether it's six months or 12 months old. It's still going to taste the same, which is what I kind of stick by when it comes to uh, American beers. Like the fresher, the better. Yes. But if it's, if you find like a Miller Lite that's like seven months old, it's not going to be the worst thing in the world. If it's like a month past its best by date, not the worst thing in the world. Um, Troy drank one that was like, I had a birthday. So it was like 13 months old and it was, he, he's still kicking, I think. Uh, but when you get into the craftier beers, the, uh, beers that are produced in brew houses that don't have the quality control that a Bud Miller Coors brew house has. Yeah. You want to really pay attention to what you're buying with what date, because to your point, like a coupe F5 that has a three month, that's already been on the shelf for three months. That's the way I look at it. It's been sitting there for three months. It doesn't mean that it has three months left uh, before it goes bad. It may already be significantly less good than it was when it came out of the brew house. 
So, uh, like hoppier beers with, it doesn't matter how, what the alcohol content is, hoppier beers are probably going to degrade. You're going to have a degradation of flavor much more significant the further after 90 days, uh, you get. So three months for coop might be fine, but if you can find one with two months, it's going to taste significantly better than one that's three months old. Dude, I'm like, I'm probably getting to the point with F5 where I could be like, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that may be six weeks old. <laughs> you're That'd tasting it. You're like, God damn it, Rick. Rick, you, you fucked up the centennial hops in the second hopping. Dude. Yeah. It's like scalable. I feel like at the F5 at least. But the good thing is, is, um, I have impacted some change in my local community. <laughs> oh my God. I don't, I don't know that, that being, that's accurate. That being, um, I'm moving some product through the CVS nowadays. Jesus Christ. The CVS? First, dude, I know. You know, yeah. Don't buy F5 at CVS. But once oh. I plowed through the shit that was like a year old, then, you know, they keep seeing this empty spot on their fucking rack. So they're like, well, I guess we need to reorder and then reorder, you know? So like, I feel like I'm single-handedly rotating the stock at CVS. Yeah. At the F5. And it's kind of, you know, it. It's what I do. It, it's what I, feel I do. About it. Yeah. And it's nice because I can like, you know, get some tampons and shampoo and a six pack of F5. And I know that it's going to be like a pretty new born on. thought you were going to say yeah. tampon, shampoo, F5, and then something for the lady. And you're like, oh, God, that's good. <laughs> Dude, have you seen the dillies at CVS? <laughs> no, they have dildos at CVS? Yes. I had no clue. One hundred percent. Well, CVS. Brian, hold on. Christina has something to say. Uh huh. You're a slacker, <laughs> Brian. I'm looking at your house on Instagram. Oh yeah. Francois yeah. has not decorated. We so that's not what our house looks like twenty four seven, but it can look like that twenty four seven. So yeah, we just had that done today, and I was outside setting it up and making sure it was all ready to be lit for Halloween. Wait, someone did it. Oh, you muted Frank. What? Oh, he coughed. What? What did you say? Someone did it for you. Yeah. So we, that's actually a lighting system. It, those are all LED lights that are actually tucked under the eave of the house, so that during the day it looks like nothing at all, and then at night it lights up and can light the whole front of the house. And you can change the like colors. It can be like Christmas lights. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Friends, yeah. wow. Yeah. Um, do the neighbors favorite house habit yeah it's and it's like, surprisingly inexpensive like not as expensive as you would think um so yeah uh parker i know you're not a big instagram uh person but i posted a picture of the front of my house tonight uh, i was gonna call you out for that yeah that's not that's not a brian installation it's no no fuck no it's not as a matter of fact the company that we went with is called jellyfish lighting uh, and they like, they don't even allow you to attempt to do the installation yourself. Cause they're just like, you're going to fuck this up, but it's cool. They painted all the trim to match all the P all the, the, the basically the oh. slides to match your, okay. the house. Um, and it sits just underneath the eave, <clears throat> uh, of your house. Uh, so I have 90, 90 individual lights on the front of my house that go up, up the eaves and everything. And you can change each individual pod to do different color or be different colors and do different things. If you want them to chase each other, they can do that shit. 
it's pretty cool. Um, but yeah, uh, it, what it, basically what it boiled down to is we were going to pay somebody to light, to put lights on our house because I don't have a ladder tall enough to get to the top of my house, um, uh, for Christmas this year. And it was going to cost us basically a third of what it cost us to put lights in 24 seven. So we we're just like, fuck this. Let's just put them in. They're Wi-Fi controlled. I can schedule them to go come on at sunset or before sunset, after sunset, and turn off at a specific time. I can put different lights. I can schedule different lights to come on at different days of the year. Does it all automatically. So it's pretty fucking sweet. And That's, it's, yeah, and like uh, allegedly there's going to be a connection for my um, front doorbell light or you know my front doorbell camera. Um, so that whenever motion sensor kicks that on the lights on the front of the house, come on as well. Oh, fair enough. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, right now I've got like the, like a custom setup where I have the lights on the sides of my house all on. So you can see the house number and then the lights at the, t- at the peaks of the house shining down. So you, it lights the front yard, but not enough to be like a big distraction to the neighbors. So it's pretty yeah. cool. Oh, that's awesome, dude. Like I, I would do that. It's yeah, I was gonna say for you, Frank, it's what's really cool is you can do it by zones. So your house is kind of like basically two sides are exposed to yeah. the neighborhood. Um, you can do it by zone and do it like where you have front yard front lights versus your patio lights. Um you can have them do different things at different times, uh, with different color settings as well. It's really fun. I'm gonna cool. do a quote. I, I have a lot of like street face mm-hmm. um yeah i'll be interested to see how much I, I probably won't do it this year but that might be the big thing for next year because we just did fellas travertine on the the patio that i think i sent y'all pictures of like we built that extended uh roof line yeah underneath that we put concrete which i think parker, parker you were down here I saw the, I think when I was there, you still had the rebar laid. Oh, yeah, probably. So concrete went down, and then uh, <clears throat> now we're putting travertine on that. Um, but like really thick travertine, and it looks fantastic. It's going to be done by the the time uh, Mila's birthday happens on Saturday. That's cool. And <clears throat> yeah, man, it's, it's actually, you know, it's, you... It's- Sorry, go ahead. So now, does travertine usually go on top of concrete? It normally does not, but they have okay. they have pavers <laughs> that you can purchase that are like I don't know, maybe like an inch and a half pavers. What are we doing here? <clears throat> I told you, dude. I need some interesting stuff as PBS. I typed in dildo <laughs> uh, into cvs.com and 500 fucking products. <laughs> There's shows. a lot of things. Wow. They don't have 500 on the shelves, but they've definitely got five. <laughs> and those five are awesome. But I they also, they, they always put them above the condoms. Well, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. If, if you, you want, if you want some action and action, it's the, it's the <laughs> Amazon approach. Users who bought this also bought this. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Hey, look for the men. Look at that. That was a double-sided personal massager. Get yeah. that stroker, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just called stroker. Oh look. God. Look at that. <laughs> they, like, don't even, they, don't, 
I, yo, they don't even Ikea it. No. It's not called something that you're like, oh, it's a Melunkenschlager. Yeah, it's the, sh- it's the <laughs> Schlungenstroker. It's, it's just called a stroker. Double-sided a, toy for penis play. For penis play. <laughs> I like the butt plug. Guys, let's just get into that. It's the Hello Cake Buzzy Butt Backside Rechargeable Personal Massager. It's for backside play. Hey, you know what? Zero stars. It doesn't have a single review. Parker, why don't you go and give him a review from your experience? (laughs) Hey, it's in stock at your store, Brian. Shit, yeah, it is. Drive down right now and get yourself a little buzzy butt. Yeah, I've seen that, dude. I died laughing. There There was one butt plug that had like this, like, big, like, this big anti this thing ain't going further in than you want it to That's so you don't have to want. go to the er at 3 a.m awkwardly uh-huh. yeah <laughs> um, on this like it's gotta be one of the most amazing er trips for the doctor oh, <laughs> the doctor's like yeah no that's a butt plug <laughs> yeah dog i swear i fell on it they get them all the time yeah. but yeah no it had like a big safety on it I was like, respect. I like that. I'm sorry. Why is the the animus section at the moment here? Yeah, I was gonna say. I get why the metamucils on here. I can put two and two together. Uh, I I do not. You're you're into the clean butt play section. I yeah. Okay, that makes sense. I although I gotta be. I gotta be honest. I don't know that the blemish patch from Biore is really gonna. I'm gonna tell you right now. I think people use that to bleach their anuses. No, that's what all the other stuff is for. The blemish removal? Like, what is happening to your butthole where you got, like, ingrown hairs and blackheads in your ass? You want me to show you? Nope. You know what? I regret asking. I regret bringing that up. a little problem down there. Um, yeah, no, that's fucking hilarious. There's all right, retinol so- for your ass? What the fuck? Probiotic. No, I, uh, I've got a rather non-hairy ass, believe it or not. I don't I, believe that. Frank doesn't believe it. Yeah, he wants. To, <laughs> he, he said, "Prove it." <laughs> he said, I'm "He said, put up." Shit. He said, "Put up." Uh, don't worry about shutting up. Put a, it up. That is a mighty fine. Uh, uh, what do you call it? beard line? You got there, Parker. That's like like you shaved maybe even an hour ago. Thanks. No, <laughs> yesterday I shaved mine yesterday. But, no, but I didn't notice it. You Look bastard. how you you like, bastard! How dare you, you not notice me? <laughs> Fuck you! I've, yeah, dude, I bought this wall um, nose hair trimmer. Holy shit! That's W A H L, right? Boys, yeah, right. that's correct. And and <laughs> not I used the Harvey wall banger, which is a sex toy. Norelco, I had a Philips Norelco. <laughs> Um, Not as good. The wall absolutely just knocks it out of the park. Well, Dude, I've got a Philips Norelco. Twenty bucks, great. You know what, Frank? Um, speaking of like, Ooh. facial trimming and stuff, <laughs> you, uh, you forever, yeah. Isn't that? Dude, I want to replicate that. Brian's got it in the thread too, frankly. Yikes! <laughs> it's it's so- awesome. We've got a, a Halloween party that we're going to. Uh, like that, that would be perfect for, and <laughs> I'm going to do that. Frank, Absolutely. I'm gonna uh, Frank, I'm gonna ask you to post that on uh, No Beer Left Cast on Twitter, so that the okay. people can find it it's too too good it's literally too good that's absolutely phenomenal Uh, it'll be on over your left guy 
Oh, and I saw that. Uh, no, anyway, back to the facial trimming, uh, manscaping convo. Well, I don't remember what time it was when you were in Tulsa. I think it was whenever you were still a wolf on Wall Street, and you'd come back to hang out with your brother or what. But I, I came to visit you. you. Uh, yeah, you, you came a few times. Yeah, you, you like Gross. stayed I did, I did on my couch once. You stayed on top of me the other time. Like stayed at Villain's house the other time. That's right. But I think this was the time that we found ourselves at a fucking laundromat at like 14th in Delaware what? on our way to because I had to do I had to do my laundry. Was it because yeah. all your clothes smelled like rotten pizza? <laughs> we have to go to a laundromat you are you are not lying but i just i'm still so resentful towards you all not Nope, you did that to yourself, my friend. Don't forget, you did it to yourself. Yeah, okay, yeah. So one splash of cold water deserved a year and a half of rotten pizza in a bag. Well, it was... It's a principle. It's the principle of the matter. Yes, it was. The payback's still coming. Uh, Anyway, this was also, uh, I believe, the same trip that I'm like driving. You're like, is there a Ross anywhere nearby? <laughs> <laughs> the the burning question on everyone's mind, a hundred percent of the time. Ross. Is there a Ross around here? Really, Love Ross. <laughs> I'm like, why do you need a Ross? Like, <laughs> like I need a new nose hair trimmer. <laughs> <laughs> that did happen? That did happen? Holy shit! I do remember that, and I told you. <laughs> They sell those for dirt free cheap. Era. And immediately I'm like, I I regret continuing this friendship past college. <laughs> every every twenty-four year old young man needs to have a nose hair trimmer on standby. <laughs> so I'm like, we like go out of the way. To find a Ross so you can get a new I'm sorry. four ninety nine. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're saying Ross. It's Ross dress for less. To get uh, <laughs> those <laughs> nothing. <laughs> oh my so, god. But I, I want to bring this full circle to make it a happy ending in that I led with you forever changed me or imprinted on me, whatever I said, because Better believe your boy bought a fucking nasal trimmer from Ross about two weeks ago. <laughs> oh. and it's not the first one over the last 10 years that I've bought from Ross. <laughs> you find them there because they get rid of them and they're so cheap. I and, bought you know, a... So what if they're used a little bit? You know? <laughs> <laughs> what if they smell like from under paste? It's going to my nose. Uh, no, I, I, I bought a uh, uh, fucking Philips Norelco with a nose hair trimmer attachment game changer. Mm. However, you know, it's not, that was also a game changer about that. If a trimmer, uh, says that it has a facial trimmer and a body trimmer, listen to that. That is, that is the subtext of that. 
is please, for the love of God, don't ever use the facial trimmer blade on your nutsack because you will you will nick your nuts and you will bleed everywhere. And That's- it was a fucking horror show. I bled all over my bathroom one day. My uh, Mrs. Brian came in and goes, oh my God, what's going on? And I was like, there's so much blood. I was drunk. Also, that probably didn't help. Um, no. <laughs> and blood. It was. And, brains are just pouring out. Blood. Yeah, it was all, it was all over the toilet. She was screaming. I was screaming because I've never seen blood come out of my nutsack before. It is fine. It's all superficial, but it bleeds like a motherfucker down there. So please yeah. only use the body hair trimmer blade. On your nutsack. Dude, have them. you ever nicked your nutsack? And I feel like, I remember this, like, what, whatever, even pre marriage, but feel like it would never seem to fail. I would nick my nutsack and, like, you know, have a piece of toilet paper stuck to it. <laughs> and then, like, I would get action. <laughs> I mean, like, I'm actually like a wounded soldier right <laughs> yeah. now. Yeah, like, I am in and no condition. I am in no got, condition for this. I'm on workers yeah, comp right now. I'm the dude who just sprained his ankle out yeah, on the field. Yeah. <laughs> and you fucking to run a mile. Of course I'm open for the pass. Don't pass it to me. Fuck it, I'm a decoy over here right now. God damn it. I don't know, man. It's just like it always like even like present day, I'm like, ah, I got a scab down there right now. I gotta Avoid okay. no, I've never had a scab. Oh, you've never. Had oh, okay. Okay, Mister High and Mighty, you've never scratched your nuts with a hangnail, and you're like, oh, Jesus, so what's Ooh. happening here? Yeah, uh, bro, 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 bro. I've had plenty of bleeding in terms of nicking myself with a razor, but never have I had a fucking scab. Well, Are you kidding me? The, the, uh, exactly. Could you imagine a scab? Parker's like cornflakes come off your nuts. We know this. Uh, yeah, bro. That's a blood clot just waiting for more blood behind it trying to heal on your <laughs> road that's not that's not even real you're you're nicking yourself with a razor blade that's a five ten minute bleed maybe and then if you're putting toilet paper down there that's just because you're you're not willing to wait it out all Don't right wait it out. i want to it's hard I want to change the subject no. just a bit, okay? Because it's airline something... fracture is what we call that. <laughs> it's not what that's <laughs> called. Um, uh, I want to change the subject just a bit because this is something that came up today. Why would you? Why would you? This is in depth. No, because I want to get out of nuts for just a bit because I like our listeners for listening. Uh, <laughs> I love both of them. Did you already say that? God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Okay, anyway, um I want to change it up. I want to ask you guys and if you don't have a scenario that's fine. This came up today and it stuck with me and I wanted to ask you, have you ever said something so profoundly fucking dumb that it has stuck with you for at least 3 decades now? Mm, I've had some song lyrics over the years that were totally wrong. Okay. That people that's... still make fun of me for that are just like, and I'm like, God damn, I was dumb. Yeah, I, I, I feel like everybody makes that. I'm talking about like some, I'm talking about like some like lie you told, or like some story that you made up that you're like, why in the fuck would I have ever? Okay. Okay. Part, yeah. uh, Frank, have you have you ever said something so profoundly 
Frankotic that uh, you it stuck with you? <laughs> I mean, I feel like you could just replay the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're so many hours in. It's Any episode will do. Yeah. <laughs> Find something. I mean, and, read I, it, and then I'll say, yeah, I probably said that. No, I mean, like, I feel like stuff that we've said here on this podcast, that's that we're characters. We're playing characters on the podcast right now. So, like, you can't be upset at something Brian said. You mean IRL? Three. IRL. Yeah, yeah. IRL in in your personal life, IPL, um, in your personal uh, persona, IPP. What about IPAs? ICP. In- Love them. As long as three months are new. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So if there's nothing, I'm gonna I'm gonna explain my scenario. Wait, wait one second. So here's 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 of course. Okay, is the answer. And are we gonna dive in? Or yeah, it's more of lo- one of those fucking like I'm gonna ask you a joke and you say oh, how how question. old are it. they? That's, that's, okay, got it. Yes, yeah. yes, okay. yes, Brian. Yes, I have. Okay, I'm gonna give you a scenario that has stuck with me till this day that I have not told on this podcast in almost 300 episodes. Okay. Strap in. Okay, so uh, I. Sorry, strep in? I don't want strep throat. I one time told my friend on a long road trip while I was riding in the backseat with his parents driving because I was like seven years old, okay? Seven-year-old Brian riding in the backseat looking longingly out the passenger window of a Dodge Caravan, rain coming down in the windows. For no fucking reason whatsoever other than this, you know, this scene that I've set for you, I turn to my friend and I say... You know, it was raining the day I was born. And he goes, what? I go, yeah, still remember it. It was raining the day I was born. And now every time it rains, I just feel more connected. Okay. Now I said this as a kid. Okay. Not the craziest shit that I'm about to say. So just, just keep that in mind. I said this as a seven-year-old with my best friend's parents in the front two seats of this Dodge Caravan. No music on. So there's no distraction. They hear this bullshit that is spewing. One second. You said it was raining and I feel more connected. It was raining the day I was born. And now every time it rains, I feel more connected. Okay. That's what you said. That's what I said. And then I, that was just to, to say this. Yeah. You were breaking the ice for, for this. Okay. You know, Troy Aikman was at the hospital the day I was born. And my friend goes, what? I go, yeah, he's at the hospital. He's a good family friend. I was born in 1987. Troy Aikman entered the 1989 NFL draft. So Troy Aikman would have been 19 years old, give or take, maybe maybe 20 uh, at the time. The most unnecessary lie. It's the Donald Trumpian type lie. Like there's no no reason for it. I guess, what, what were you thinking at the time? It's 1994. Troy Aikman's pretty popular. It would be really mm. cool if the most popular guy on the planet right now were there the day I was born because, you know, that's the most important day of a kid's life, day they were born. Yeah. <clears throat> I said that to my best friend who still, don't know why, he's still friends with me today. His parents, I'm assuming they still, like, acknowledge that I'm an adult and functioning against all the odds that they experienced as I was growing up. Against the, the statements, the, the just the the, the fuckery. Like, what is that? What fucking I mean, that is quite quite the tall tale, y'all. There's not like a month that goes by that I don't get douche chills thinking about this sh- just dumb shit that spewed out of my face 
almost three <laughs> decades ago. <laughs> Nonsense. That is pretty fucking funny. I, uh, yeah, no, I, I don't know how you come back from that. I don't honest. know either. Yeah, sorry. I like if I it, now in the parental role, like if I was that dude's parents, as soon as we dropped you off at your house, I would have been like, hey, Billy, I'm sorry, <laughs> but that's the last time you're going to see Brian. Exactly. This is my exact point. I would have been like, I, I wouldn't have. No, I couldn't have done it's just that. It's very odd. It's I would have, an odd lie. I would have like, pulled the car odd. over. told us he remembered the weather. Yes. The yeah. was born and the Troy was I, I would have stopped the car. I would have stopped the car. Like, get the fuck out, you sociopath. Get the fuck out of here. I don't want you anywhere around my family, much less in this car right now. Now, now that I've seen Jeffrey Dahmer's documentary, yeah. I see some similarities here. There's something with the taxidermy that yeah, isn't no, the there, same, but you there's know, some fuckery kind of similar. Yeah. Nope. Again. <laughs> Not a month goes by that I don't think. And now as a parent, like you said, Parker, like as a parent, you look back on that shit and you're like, wow, the self-restraint from them to not pull over and just punch me or fucking tie me to the bumper of the car and be like, run or not. I don't care. Like, <laughs> <laughs> or not. <laughs> I just don't know how you segued from nicking your ball sack to something you said when you were seven. Uh, they're pretty sadistic, both of those. Yeah, both of those things um, happen on a regular basis. I think about that fucking awkward experience. <laughs> Anytime I nick I my ball sack, I'm like, why, God, why did this happen to me? And I'm like, like oh, yeah, no. I, I said I'd, like to correct, I'd like to correct a statement I made earlier because I got fact-checked in real time in which I said that the scab is holding back blood that wants to come out. Now, I want to be sure that people understand that was a joke and wasn't mm. a real-life well, description of the job of a scab. Well, you have to... That's not what I meant, mm. but it was funny to mm. me, um, and I laugh at those things. Mm. So I enjoyed that joke that I made in my own head. But yeah, don't think of a scab as like some you know impenetrable fortress just holding back a river of blood that if you you know happen to... I it. I mean, you know, something's <laughs> got to stop it as long as you got that coagulation going on. Wow. We can coagulation? bleed out from a ball sack wound. I mean, correct. that's how Houdini died, I think. Yeah, no. It, well, it's no different than when I had a housewarming party in my igloo and I ended up homeless. I hate you. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I knew this shit was going to lead to some nonsense like that. God damn it. Dude, no. We're not... <laughs> Did you set up the setup? <laughs> yeah. He se- he fucking this is what dad joke fucking inception bullshit we have gotten ourselves into 240 episodes in. He is fucking dad joking himself into a dad joke. That was so good. <laughs> I fucking hate it. I hate it here. Oh, it went from the scab. Oh man. You're a scab. Cool. Goddamn asshole. We want unionized Frank back. <laughs> this fucking. That was so good. <laughs> this union busting Frank is a real dick. I don't like him. Oh god! Holy shit! Uh, Brian, Brian, as soon as he heard it, he goes, "You fucking dick!" <laughs> I fucking knew it was coming. Like when you were like, "This is like the time." This is. It's like you should just do every every dad joke. You should just do in Peter Griffin voice. Yeah, this is worse than the time that I. Yeah, exactly. Every time. It's like. 
It's like watching a shitty horror movie. You know it's coming, you just don't know exactly when. It's like good. It's like watching a train wreck. But I'll tell you, I'll give you guys whenever you fucking. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> you do? yeah no, the planned effort. So good. Uh, oh, that was good. That was a good one. That was like 180 episodes ago. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was at best eight weeks ago. <laughs> no, you were smoking crack, and that was a year ago. Uh, we gonna do? Did y'all see? Did y'all see that someone finally weighed a rainbow? Alright, and that's episode 274. <laughs> I found it was pretty light. Alright, thank you all for joining us here on this episode and every episode of Nobody Left Behind. Uh, if you could go follow us on social media, just know that Frank runs at NB or at, at Nobody Left Cast on Twitter. <laughs> Brian's mom took nine months to make a joke. <laughs> oh, wow. Joke's on you, motherfucker. I was a month late, so suck my dick. I'm Brian here in North Texas. I'm out. <laughs> I've got nothing cute to follow that. Tulsa, Oklahoma. Oh my god. I'm addicted to stairs. I joined this 12 step program. I'm <laughs> <laughs>